Hello everyone and welcome to the penultimate place to get your movie and TV news and reviews. This is episode 58 of the Cross Media Show and today's topic is our Young Justice Phantoms review. I spelled Phantoms wrong in the doc, but that's okay. Uh, but before we get into our discussion, if you're listening to this on your favorite podcast service, feel free to give us a good rating on that platform. It helps with the algorithms and helps us grow our audience. If you're watching on YouTube, consider dropping a like and a sub, and don't forget to hit the bell to get all of our notifications for all of our shows going live, like the Penultimate Game Show, the Marvel Mondays Initiative, and Animation. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Ruben, the director of the channel, and of course today I am joined by one half of the great Disney Plus Us podcast, Griffin Dunnell. Griffin, how are we doing today? I am doing fantastic. I'm so happy we're finally talking about this show. Listen, it's been a long time coming, you know, long time coming. It's weird because normally I don't like to do... See, here's the thing, Griffin. I don't know if you know this, but I am very much for a guy who started what three podcasts. <laughs> I don't do well in a conversation. Okay, so when I see that it's just me and one other person, I get very anxious about it, and I like no, I I don't like it. I I would rather have one uh, like three people on a podcast. Dude, I used to run a guest-based weekly podcast with me and one other person every week. Like, I get it. <laughs> yeah, you know? And don't get me wrong. I, we, you know, I, I, we know each other. We've met. We always forget that we've met in real life. We've hung out in person, yes. which is, like, really it's, rare it's, for this group of people. Yeah, it's really rare. But it, it's just something that always pops into my head sometimes, you know? Like, I'll be at work one day, and I'll be like, huh, I actually met Griffin in, in person. You know, but um, so I, I, I get really nervous when I'm doing a one on one person podcast. So with that being said, we are going to try to go as smooth as possible with this. And if it goes well, maybe we might do more of this in the future. But if it's a train wreck, blame Eric Griff, uh, Eric Ginn. OK, just. I'm not Christian. We're not blaming Christian this time. I thought we blamed Christian. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. Me and Christian have like a little bit of a uh, of a alliance. We're supposed to make sure uh, that. Gotcha. Yeah, we're supposed to make sure Eric doesn't know this, but we're supposed to make sure that Eric's game of the year just gets tanked. So if he's voting for Elden Ring as number one, we just got to tank it so hard, you know. Hear me out. Avengers, Game of the Year 2022. No, no, Griffin, don't do this to me. I'm bringing it back. No, if anything... No, I can't, I can't in good faith. I would that. rather you say Cyberpunk 2077 as a Game of the Year, okay? All right? <laughs> I, can't, I can't in good faith say that either. Good, but. good, good. I'm glad. I'm, I'm very glad. But... Um, before we get into the topic of the show, let's do some housekeeping. Uh, we recorded our Love and Thunder review with Mario Rivera, me and Christian. It was a great time. Go check it out on our new YouTube channel or Facebook page or Twitch channel, I think. Should be still be up on Twitch, I'm pretty sure. Um, yesterday, me, Christian, Lane, and Ryan, Ryan came back from the dead, you know, uh, and we were talking all about, did you know, Griffin, I'm sorry, this is a crazy segue but did you know that there's only four people in it and i was gonna say antarctica but that's not true in arizona it's just a desert of a of a state you know it's, only four people that sounds about right yeah yeah four people it's ryan it's lane 
it's Ryan's roommate, and I think it's Lane's fiance or girlfriend. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it's all just those four people. You know, they were trying to tell me the other day that it was 110 degrees outside. I was like, why do you live there? <laughs> why? <laughs> why do you do this to yourself? Uh, I'll never forget. Ryan had told me one time that his uh, garbage can melted to the street. I was just like, okay. All right. Maybe that makes me feel bad because I'm complaining about it being like 90s over here. Listen, they do it to themselves. Like they can live anywhere else. Okay, they choose to live in Arizona in the desert. So, like, I here's a here's a huge life update for you. I finally bought an AC unit. Good, good. Is it one of I the? I finally give it up. Is it a portable one or is it? It's a portable one. Yeah, it's just okay. a stand up one. Yeah, I can yeah, just yeah. attach. Portable ones are pretty good. I like them. It's it's m- much less of a hassle to put it in the fucking window, you know. Yeah, especially when you live on a, the second story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always afraid. Uh, when I lived with my parents, I lived on a second floor, and I was always afraid like one of these days my AC unit was just gonna fly out the window because the window was cracked. I was like, oh great, this is just any day now it's gonna happen. But safe to say that it didn't, you know. But anyway, I'm sorry to just get off topic. Again, it's the anxiety. Don't 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 blame me. Um, it's fun. Okay. Uh, me, Christian, Lane, and Ryan got together yesterday to talk about God of War Ragnarok's release date, uh, the game of the year so far for Spoken got delayed, and of course our game of the year so far. So go check that out. It's up on all of it, everything except for podcast services, which will be done tonight. I promise. And as always, please feel free to leave your thoughts and questions on our SpeakPipe at speakpipe.com slash penultimateconquest. Oh, one more thing. Uh, we are probably playing Fall Guys this weekend. I am not sure what time or when. I just know it's happening. So be on the lookout for that. Fall Guys, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Griffin, what have you been watching recently? Oh, I've got a great one for you. So first off, I've been continuing my Marvel rewatch, and I just want to say MCU continues to rock. Okay, all right. Uh, I'm I'm going chronological. I've never done chronological before, uh, and I'm on the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Okay. I knew I had an issue when I watched all of Loki in a single day, and then followed that up the next day by watching all of WandaVision. Oh my god. <laughs> I was an emotional wreck after those two days. Yeah, yeah, I would be too. But now, the fun thing is I finally started watching uh, Spy X Family. Oh, yeah. This show. show is amazing. Show, that show is so good. Uh, I, I'm i like on episode, I want to say six. I haven't been ca- uh, catching up with it recently, but I, I, yeah, I have I, a day I, off tomorrow. I'll check it out. I'm about halfway through so far, and it's just so ridiculously wholesome. Yep. It's so like, good. It's, just, it's one of those shows that's like, when Ted Lasso came out, everyone loved it because it was like this wonderful beacon of positivity. Mm-hmm. And that's what this show is. And that's not what I'm hearing anyone talk about with this show. Everyone's talking about the comedy of it, which is hilarious. This <laughs> child's face yes. is dumb and yes. funny. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Which that state, to please do not take that statement out of context, folks. Listen. Um, I, um, uh, so you're telling me not to clip that out? Is that what you're saying? I'll clip it out. Go for it. Okay. My reputation will be ruined. I'll be fine. I'll figure it out. Okay. All right. Just making sure we're all on the same page. <laughs> no, nah, I unabashedly love this show. I 
am almost ashamed that it took me this long to watch it. Well, but it's so fun. It's a shame, but it's also not, you know, because you still have a t- chance to catch up with part two, if I remember correctly. They're doing a part two. Yeah, this. in like October or maybe yeah. August. Yeah, you have enough time, you know? Mm-hmm. Part two is going to be great. Yeah. Very excited about that. Sorry about that. My dog is barking. Um, anything else you've been watching? Uh, no, that's about it. Okay. All right. Um, I have been watching a lot of stuff lately, it feels like. I've finished uh, Doctor Who Flux, and man, oh man, what a fucking weird show this is. It's just become a weird show. Um, I finished, uh, I started watching something else. I don't remember what it was. Oh, I finished the newest season of The Flash, and... (sighs) I had high hopes for The Flash when it first came out. And it's just gone down the the worst hole it could possibly go down. They had a final... Uh, do, do you mind if I spoil The Flash for you? No, go for it. I stopped okay. watching after Crisis. Okay, all right. They had a chance to finally get rid of Eobard Thawne. He was the last Thawne in existence. And these fuckers decided to stop Barry Allen from killing The Flash. I mean, the reverse Flash. And I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, that is the most comics crap ever. Yeah, but it, it, it's different. I like, I would understand it if it was a Batman situation, but this man has never t- vowed to not kill anybody. You know, like this man literally changed your life for the worse. <laughs> so you said this, this is the guy whose uh, whose superhero role model was the Arrow. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. He had to get talked off a ledge at some point. I just, I don't understand it. Like, the whole point of, I don't know. I, I'm not going to get into this. This is, this is a bigger topic for a conversation for another time. Yeah, um, I, I loved The Flash. It was such a great show. Yeah, for man. For so long. Like, it lasted a really long time being great. Yeah. Favorite season. Even post-Crisis, still- it wasn't horrible it feels like the most recent seasons it was yeah i would say the last two seasons were like uh, okay i stopped caring when they made thunder lightsabers yeah 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 but for me it's one of those things like i I started the show i I have to finish it you know um but for me the best season is still season two with fucking uh what's this guy's name uh zoom right yeah yeah zoom just the greatest twist. So Zoom good. and uh, Jay Garrett. Yeah, so good. So good. Uh, and I started watching The Woman Across the Street from the Girl in the Window. I think that's what it, what it is. Called. That sounded like you like, put a <laughs> random name generator together. <laughs> I promise you I have not. Let me, let me read it from Netflix. Give me a sec. It is The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window. I was right. Yeah, yeah. Still, still, that's a horrible yeah. name. It's basically a, a comedy off of the, the woman in the window and like people having uh, like phobias that don't let them get out of the house and they see a, a death happen across the street and stuff like that. And it's okay, you know, it's not uh, Kristen Bell's best, but like she's doing what she's got, you know. And that's about it for what I've been watching. So, I do I do have one more show actually that I've Go remembered. 
Go for it. Uh, it's not a big thing. I recently learned the Spectacular Spider-Man is on Netflix. Yeah, I just saw that the other day. Like, and I swear that's new information. I swear it was not there before. It's but not. It hasn't been. It hasn't been. I think it's just like a new addition mm-hmm. that it happened uh, recently. But I, yeah, I don't they, know which version is it. It's the it's the cartoon. It's the great cartoon that was fantastic and it's wonderful. The, it's okay. So it's a good show. Was what you're saying? It is the best Spider-Man cartoon. Whoa. Okay. And like, I know I am not the only one with this opinion. Okay. All right. I guess I'm gonna have to give it a shot. Mm-hmm. I still like, like it's got the, one of the best characterizations. Like, it's Petey, Pete, Peter is Peter. Like, it's hard to go wrong with any Peter except for Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire sucks. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa! I will always throw it out there. Um, okay, it's kind of right. hard to go wrong with Peter, but it's like one of my favorite iterations of Aunt May, MJ, Gwen Stacy, Flash Thompson, like all of those side characters that you know and love from Spider-Man, especially Harry and Norman Osborn. Like it's just okay. so good. You gotta check it out. Okay. Do we? And know? Yes, Toby sucks. You're a monster. You don't know what you're talking about. What is it called again? Spectacular. Uh, the Spider-Man? spectacular Spider-Man. Yeah, it is. I love this show so much. Okay, it's been added to my list. All right, so it's time for our topic of the show. Um, Griffin, what were your thoughts on just the whole season as a whole? I know we had gotten, I think it was earlier on in the season, uh, I hit you up, or you hit me up. I don't remember who hit up. Yes, I have a text that I have to read. Okay, go for it. Go for it. Are you planning to do a crustiness show for Young Justice Season 4? Can I please be on it? I will genuinely get down on my knees and beg. This show is so damn good. I love this show. It was really really weird like i i I, the the show does the this thing where like they just throw you into a new character and i don't really like that i hate that they do that but they do it so well that it doesn't piss me off as much but like yeah they um they took an interesting path this arc yeah or this season with like the different arcs around the different original members of Young Justice, which I love this retcon that Rocket was one of the main right? characters. Right? I find it so weird that Rocket is just a main character in this show. Because Rocket technically was a, a main original member. She just was not in the first season at all. Yeah. Like she was there for like a couple episodes. Like the New Year's episode where she... Makes a joke that everyone's kissing each other on New Year's Eve. Like, that was... It's so weird. And I'm going to be real honest with you. I completely forget her powers every time. And every time I see her in a costume, she makes me think of Gambit. Her costume does look a lot like Gambit. It's very Gambit-esque. When you get that, like, that headpiece and then... A like brown jacket, like yeah. it's, it's a dead ringer for Gambit. Yeah, yeah. So whenever I see her on screen, I'm like, oh, she's gonna pull out some fucking magic cards or some shit, do something crazy. But yeah, I thing? think like one of this show's best biggest strength is also its biggest weakness, where it can just pull whoever the hell they want. Without like, any I exposition. It, I love. I both love and hate it because you get like these great moments, like 
Kilowog showing up at this Green Lantern thing for yeah. on New Genesis, which Kilowog is a standout character that in whatever he's in, this dude's hilarious. And then it's also, yeah, by the way, we're going to give you this plot line about, um, I don't remember the dude's name, but the red and blue. Yeah, Lantern. the guy that just came out of nowhere and he's like, yeah, you've been lost in space for like what feels like years. I haven't seen you in years. And then he's like, well, actually, I had to uh, see if I could find peace. So I I got rid of my blue lantern ring. Or was it his red? Yeah, he was got rid of his red lantern ring. Yeah, he got got rid rid of his red. Yes. With the blue. Lost hope. Went to get his red one back. I loved his story once we got in there. Like, I really enjoyed it because I know the Green Lantern cartoon and I know mm-hmm. that that's canon within the Young Justice universe, but not everyone knows that. No, because I didn't even know what the hell they were talking about. <laughs> yeah, I remember your text like, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it, dude, there's about two seasons worth of cartoons to catch you up on who this person it's, is. <laughs> it's so, uh, like, it's a, a such a, um, like, I... I don't know. I'm also it's I also have a love-hate relationship with it where I'm like, okay, can we like get a little exposition on who this character is before you introduce him? Like show have some guy introduce like, "Hey, this is so and so from, you know, he's a whatever Green Lantern or Red Lantern." And yeah, he he kind of got lost in space for a while because he was angry all the time and he lost his hope. So he wanted to go try to see if he could find it. And, like, that makes more sense. Like, again, with Rocket popping up in every, almost every episode this season, we see her dealing with uh, her kid with, if I remember, is on the spectrum. And she's, mm-hmm. she's like, getting frustrated in the beginning. And I'm like, clearly you can, if you couldn't tell that this kid was on the spectrum before, like you should definitely know, like he's at least three, three or four. Like this, this is not like a baby. This is a, yeah. this is a kid. This is, a, I would a say a toddler to like the, eh, maybe the age of four to nine, you know, like it, it's just weird that it t- takes her this long to, realize that yeah yeah she she definitely has this like frustration arc with it and it i don't think it was so much a i don't think they were going for an acceptance thing so much as a hey i'm she's frustrated at this yeah and she's realizing she doesn't have to be you can just accept it that was like the one moment where i was like okay this doesn't feel wonderful compared to what you guys normally pull like some of the beautiful moments in this are amazing and the just the whole like list of things they're able to tackle within this single season of television is ridiculous yeah i can't even tell you like all the seasons mixed together for me so i can't even tell you if zatanna taking over for uh zatara as um crap what's this guy's name as Dr. Fate? Yeah, as Dr. Fate happened this season or last season. That was so that was this season. That was one of my favorite things about this season. Yes. Not to mention like my favorite things this uh, un- not surprising for me is Halo coming out, which is I'll, I'll talk about that cuz that mm-hmm. was huge to, for me especially. Um everything very specifically was Superman. Yeah, which was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I do like the fact that two random people came up to him and was just like, listen, we're from the future, but we can't really tell you about it. We just need you to step up when the time is right. And he's just like, also, sure. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's Superman. He's like, I, I guess, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. But I also love that it happens again in the exact same time. It's like, I gotta uh-huh. stop coming here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, so that stuff. And then there was this, like, great subplot with Beast Boy as well, which... That hit real hard for me. That hit a little too hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. His whole... The way this show deals with grief yeah. is amazing. Yeah. It, it, it was a bit too much. It, it, like, honestly, I thought it was a bit too much. I felt like... Once they did his, uh, obviously, full spoilers, by the way. I, I don't know what else to tell you. Um, yeah. Once they give him an intervention and he's just like, I'm not here for it. Like, and then he, uh, I don't remember what he says, but he says something real mean to um, the robot, Miss Martian. Oh, yeah. And that's where I'm like, all right, Beast Boy, you're a lost cause. Just get the fuck off of the show. Like, uh, that's it. Dude, that that intervention like was one of those moments that freaking hurt. Yeah. That and then when um Perdita comes to like try yeah. to help him. Yeah. And she knocks over the box and all come all the sleeping pills. I was yeah. like, Jesus. Yep. I honestly th- expected to, to, this season to end with like, yeah, he overdosed. Like I wouldn't have been surprised if they came out. They don't go that dark. Yeah, but like at the same time, I wouldn't put it past them. You know, like he's 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 a lost cause. This show okay. just casually killed off Jason Todd off screen. <laughs> like I don't even remember that. He's just one. They kill him off in such a way of literally. He's just one. He just happens to be one of the memorials at one point, and now he's back. I don't remember that. I don't. I yeah. Don't but, so when they um when they go to, I forget the name of the Paradise Island or something with with yeah it, yeah. Ghoul, it's that one mass soldier. That's Jason. Oh fuck. Oh, I just blew your mind, didn't I? You did. You did. You did. <laughs> yeah, that's Jason and Damien. Oh, well, obviously it's Damien. Like, you know, that's Damien. Yeah. But, like, they do little things like that. Like, the Bat family is a group of characters I care so much about. Yes. I love that we got to see both the origins of Oracle mm-hmm. as well as the origins of Cassandra Kane. You see, that was a really, uh, for me, I didn't know anything about Cassandra Kane, but, uh, like, it was really cool to have. You know, something that I love near and dear to my heart, obviously, if you don't know, like, I'm, I'm a really big Batman fan. Like, I don't know if you, yeah, you can't really. Say so you're the Batman chair that I'm also sitting in. The Batman chair, I got the, uh, you know, Batarang over there. I'm a really big Batman fan. I don't know if they, if anybody told you, Batfleck forever. But, um, yeah, it, it was interesting to uh, get introduced to a character that I had no idea who the hell she was. And I, I, I didn't mind it, you know, like that episode where she gets introduced. If I remember correctly, that's the same episode where, uh, 
Oh my god, I I am terrible it's with like all these Artemis, names. Artemis, and uh, yeah, Chester. was basically um like they both two people come up to them and they're like telling the same story like I just betrayed yeah, um, yeah. Cassandra Savage yeah, and... yeah 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 I need to pull up like Wikipedia for yeah <laughs> it's too many characters man too many characters too many characters but also it's like enough characters like yes they have free reign to use whoever they want now and. It leads to so many awesome moments. Like you got like last season that ending where Halo and Cyborg save literally the entire superhero DC superhero catalog. Like, yep, that's dope. But yeah, I this show is something really special to me. Like you can tell that the uh, the people who are making it now are like, okay, yeah, we get it. We took that ten years off. Yeah. We we we're growing up right alongside you guys. Let's do this. Let's jump. Let's jump right in. Yeah, it's great. How'd you feel when they uh when they killed off Superboy? I was like, huh, this is an interesting way to go. Like for me, for me, I thought there's no way that he's dead, and I, we see his like body scorch mark on the on the rocks, and I was like, I have a feeling he's just been turned into a shadow of some sort like that's his he's gonna be a shadow person or whatever but like i'm really glad that it it didn't go that way and then it took forever for them to show us like oh yeah he's in the phantom zone i felt so upset when they showed us when they revealed the name of the phantom zone yeah not because it was the phantom zone but because i didn't realize it was the phantom zone yes exactly Exactly. With the the name of the of the season is Phantoms. Phantoms. <laughs> no, I loved it though. Like, I was in full denial yeah. when they killed him. Yeah, I was like, "There's no way he's dead. There's absolutely no way." And then they just keep moving. Yeah, and like show like these great like moments of grief from these characters. Like, especially Calder's is like so real. I'm just gonna in both him and Artemis. I'm just gonna throw myself into work. Yeah, yeah, I get it, man. I, I totally get it. I do think that um, that was probably the best storyline, like the Phantom Zone and and the, uh, the General Zod uh, army was probably the best. And it also took me for a turn. Like, I didn't expect General Zod to be in here because I figured, like, oh, they've probably already tackled general zod in this universe already without us yeah they haven't yeah so i was like huh okay i can see it i like it i love that and i really was surprised at how much i liked how they ended up using the um the legion of superheroes yes yeah like when they revealed that at the end of last season that felt like it was going to be super heavy-handed yep and it wasn't like they only brought like these select characters in and you really like them by the end of it yeah yeah, I was all for it. All for yeah, it. they did so good. I think the, I would agree that like this is probably one of the best season arcs they've had. It definitely felt like it had the most stakes since mm-hmm. season when they killed Wally. Yep. Which I'm going to sound like every Young Justice spin out there, but Wally might be coming back. Um, you never know. You never know. With, the season, with what they're setting up next season, mm-hmm. it's possible. I honestly but, wouldn't be surprised if, like, all the dead characters are just back. 
It's it's comic books. Yeah, exactly. But what they set up with Zod here was so cool about like in the way they did it of going through his son from the future yep. to explain his story. It was a way we've never gotten General Zod before. No, which which got me like, oh, this is an interesting like like you said, like it's a really good way to to introduce Zod in this universe, so to speak. Like Usually we see like Man of Steel, for instance, it's just General Zod coming to fucking Earth, just destroying shit and trying to kill Superman. Uh, so it was an interesting choice to bring it through his son from the future. <laughs> like they didn't really play on his like destructive powers. He was like he was straight up a cult leader in this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the way that he just decided to, uh, like, fuck with Superboy's head was so heavy. And I, I'm going to be real honest with you. I have a feeling that he was behind the hallucinations. I don't know how, but the hallucinations that Superboy had, I feel like he's, I know for Somehow. a fact that, yeah, like, he forced it on him, you know? Yeah, I think he did. I was the way I took it was like that fan zone was causing that. Yeah, and he just saw this and was like, "Oh, oh. I'm taking advantage. <laughs> Perfect opportunity to strike. Perfect. Like this is easy. Yeah. Yoink. Yep. Yeah, it was like he was such a commanding villain, and we've got like that's really impressive for this show, especially because we've gotten like the light is one of the best villains. Yep. In DC, or we got that great story with the um, with the aliens and the Beatles. Yeah, in season two. Yeah, which I, I I'm still getting used to the Beatles, uh, the Foragers, and the the New Gods. Like it's oh, just man, yeah. for me, it's a bit too much. You know, when Forager meets Forager, and I'm like, okay, I get it. Like. Yeah, third person is just really annoying. <laughs> yeah, the new gods, new Genesis, just in general, is always one of those moments. It's like it really feels like a stretch sometimes if you're yeah. not fully into it. Yeah, which I get it. At the same time, we have the chance to possibly get Mister Miracle in next season, which is so good. Go um, read Mister Miracle if you haven't. Okay, I'll give it. A it shot. is one of the best comics out there. Like. Basically, like, they kind of play into it a little bit how Orion's actually the son of Darkseid and they switched kids. Mm -hmm. The other kid is Mr. Miracle. Oh, okay. Uh, him and Big Barda are, like, the children of Darkseid. But oh. they don't want to be. They want to be heroes. And it, it, It's a really interesting story. And it's... It gets weird. Okay. But, like, weird in a very emotional, shocking kind of way. Okay. Now, speaking of dark side, we've seen the light trying to put their plan into fruition for what feels like the whole show. Do it just all fell apart. It, it falls apart, but at the same time, like, they keep building on it. Like, um, do we expect next season to actually see their plan come into fruition? God, no. Okay. At this point, I'm convinced they're just... Making this up as they go along, yes. Kingdom Hearts style. Yes, <laughs> like yes. they're always in the background doing something stupid. Yep. Yeah, 
And I could totally see that sticking. Like, I feel like that's kind of a fun joke now at this point. Okay. And it brings it in in good ways. Like, we got that whole point plot with uh, Clarion. Yeah. And how it just totally messes up Savage's plans. Yep. And Savage has to constantly keep changing his plans because of the... I guess they are never actually called the Young Justice Squad. They're called, like, the B team or, like, mm-hmm. the special ops team. Yeah. But, like, he keeps having to change his plans because of these young heroes. So it's kind of funny to me at this point. Yeah, it is. But at the same time, like, I... I for instance, the whole uh, point of view story that we got from uh, Savage this season with his... Uh, I think it was his son... Turning, uh, like his whole lineage yeah the whole lineage i thought was a bit weird like the way that they told it i i didn't like it i would rather you go through the whole story in one episode than just giving us bits and pieces throughout the what i feel like it was i want to say five episodes for me it was just yeah, it was bits and pieces. yeah I, I i would rather you just show me the whole thing in one episode I liked the reveals there of, like, who was telling the story and how that influenced what was happening in, in real time and whatnot. And how we ended up coming back to that later. That was yeah, fun. Yeah. Um, I think, ultimately, I, I get why they do this. Like, hey, we're going to flashback and do this cool-looking 2D stuff mm-hmm. uh, with very little movement and whatnot. And it's waste over. I, I get, very much get why it's a lot easier to do. It's significantly cheaper, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. It doesn't hit the same way for me. Yeah. But yeah. I like that they used it. Like, they only ever used it for, like, a couple minutes, and then mm-hmm. they moved back to yeah. what they were doing. I just and feel I like... that's what they were trying to use that for. I just feel like it would... I don't know. For me, it would make... Because you have me trying to remember, like, the shit that happened two episodes ago. Like, just... Tell it all in one episode, and it, it, for me, it would like get. I, I would keep it fresh in my mind when you do the the whole reveal in Atlantis, which was yeah, I. It was cool. Yeah, really cool. I feel like this ep- this season was made to binge in like five six episode chunks of like yeah. get through a story. Yeah, and that's very much what I did. Like when we hit the mid season break, which oh my god, I hate mid season breaks. Yeah. Um, when we hit the mid-season break, I was like, screw it. I'm going back and rewatching all of Young Justice. Um, and I binged those first couple arcs, and I loved them way more. Yeah. Um, it even caused me to stop, and like when it came back with a... I think that was then the Calder arc with, when it came back. Yeah. Um, I was like, okay, I'm going to wait till a few episodes of this are out, and then we're going to binge. And it I, was the best way to go about it. I probably should have done that. If I remember correctly, the way that there were they were releasing this this season was two episodes at a time i think i don't remember um no so it started they released like two episodes to start their um their individual runs of like the first half and the second half Uh and then it was one a week okay all right and that one a week like it it builds some anticipation, but yes. also, God damn, it it's, hurts. Yes, yes. Oh, my God. I Like, this... When you first watched the show, did you watch it live or did you watch it on, like, Netflix? I originally watched, I think it was the first season on Alive. And then 
when I heard that they were coming out with a second season, I I just waited because mm -hmm. I had heard that it was getting canceled. And then it came back again. So I once the third season came, I watched one and two again. And then I was watching week to week for the season three. Gotcha. Yeah, I uh, I watched week to week for all of these. But like going back and binging it, that is the way to watch this show. Yeah. It is the best way yeah. you get the most out of it. You remember the most, and it does really hit in some of those moments. Yeah. I might have to do that this before the next season, just because mm -hmm. there's a bunch of shit that I completely forgot. Yeah, the downside, though, is like going week to week really makes those credit scenes hit. Yeah. Like those credit scenes are legitimately the best moments of the season. Yeah. There were some this season uh, where I think it was um, Miss Martian was at home and the the dog, uh, Wolf. And, yeah, Wolf. And, creative naming. Yes. Wolf creative. and Sphere. Yeah. Wolf and Sphere were just in the background and she was talking to somebody and she was like saying like she can't believe that he's dead. And Wolf and Sphere are just chilling out on the floor. Wolf is falling asleep. Sphere is just right next to him. And I'm yeah, like, it's like this adorable fuck. image, but like this horrifying, depressing. This lady is going <laughs> through her grief about her dead fiance. And we're just seeing a wolf and a sphere on screen. The two that were like absolutely devastating for me was when a lot of them, a lot of these um, post-credit scenes, what I really loved were um, therapy moments with Black Canary. Yeah. Which, like, this yeah. whole Black Canary subplot yeah. of her being therapy for these superheroes is great, and I love where that's going to lead. Yes. Um, I'm also really concerned where it's going to lead. We'll get there. <laughs> um, but the ones that got me were when Zatara is sitting down with her at the end of the episode. I'm, I'm it's just so like, I lost there. so much time. Yep. I was just thinking like, about no. this. I was just thinking about this. Like, oh my god, the one that really hit hardest was the ones were the ones with Zatanna, where she's right though. Like, she lost what feels like I want to say thirteen years. It was basically when like she that. was a, a a child. He in, missed all of Zatanna's life. Yes, pretty much. Pretty it's, much, and that's devastating. Yeah, and then the one that's. Even somehow more emotional than that is Superman. Clark Kent Superman. Where he's breaking down because he has to tell his son that his yeah. oh, brother is fuck. dead. Fuck that hit hard. It's like, oh, that whole moment of like John is John has become one of my favorite DC characters. Yes. Like I love this kid and this kid must be protected. At and if he gets costs. aged up at, in Young Justice, I'm going to be so pissed. Um, but they get... Connor's death was like a massive thing that affected the, the Everybody. team. I did, not, I did not expect us to have to see Clark explaining that to his kid. Oh, such a heartbreaker. And he's like, well, is he coming back? And he's like, no, buddy. He's, he, he's gone. And you just see the look from happiness to immediately sad scroll on John's yeah. face. And I'm like, Fuck. But you also get you also get like that little moment in between if he doesn't get it. Yeah. Yeah. So so good. 
And then, then you have the fi- the finale where they have to explain to him, oh, we were wrong. Yeah. So it's a funny story, kid. You know, we did tell you that your uncle is, is dead. We were wrong, bud. <laughs> He's very much yeah, alive. Like, He's actually alive. He was just gone. He was in another dimension yeah, with this evil psychopath from dad's home planet. Like, I'll tell you when you're older. It's, it was just a whole thing. I'm sorry. Give me one second. You're good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love it was an interesting moment because we got like we got these really good ones back in like that first arc mm-hmm. with um, his death, and then you have that like after that last one, there is no post like credits moment. It's just the scorch on the wall. It's great, yeah. and then the next arc is just Artemis reading like the pieces from. I think it was A Tale of Two Cities. Might be wrong. Don't quote me. I couldn't even tell you. And then it's like, oh, and then they bring it back. Yeah. And like, I know the one like that hit me super hard was just everything with Harper. Um. Like Harper's story has hit super heavy for me, also being non-binary. Of like, we got it a little bit in last season. It like not in a good way, like just really offhanded, randomly at one point last season so i feel like it's interesting because i feel the opposite i feel like last season we had more of harper than we did this season this season she we did yeah they only popped up like what two episodes uh two episodes i really wish we had seen more but yeah yeah, they pop up they they're in it a lot more but like they really only ever address them being non-binary like yes kind of sort of at one point it does not feel very earned like Mm -hmm. When they're calling names, and even like throughout that season, she they still go by she her pronouns in that in that episode in that series. Yes, and getting to watch it actually happen, like that moment when they're sitting on the deck, like having that conversation. Yes, it was. It so made good. me so happy. Yes, like yeah, I I don't see that. Yeah, and honestly, like for. A character that, again, I, I, I hate when they just throw in characters like, for instance, uh, the students of Zatanna this season where she's like, yeah, we're, we're just here essentially to have you guys get trained up so that you can, I can essentially have a life with my father. <laughs> you guys are t- going to be. Fucked. Yeah, kind of fucked. Kind of fucked, but you know what? I'll accept it. I'll allow it. I'll take it. Um, but like with Harper, they have been a real eye opener. Like I'm excited to get back to their story. Um, just because last season it was so interesting. Her dealing with well, one uh, them dealing with uh. Because being one with being, <laughs> like, with a mother box, like trying a to, mother box and a father box, like yeah, uh, it's so weird. And then her trying to sorry they them trying to figure out their feelings towards um God, what's this guy's name? Brion. Yeah, Brion. And then we see that come back this season where. They finally pop up in Brion's mansion or castle or kingdom, whatever. And oh, he's moment, just dude. so fucked up, man. So fucked up. 
He's so broken. Like we got this guy that's like manipulating him that has that yep. that meta manipulation power, which is such an interesting power to have within like the world that they've set up for Young Justice. Yes. Like it's and I is so clearly gonna come back at some point in the future. Absolutely. I'm hoping it comes back next season. I can see it. I could also see them holding that for a while and like depending on a couple of the arcs they've got going this next season. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be some major shit happening, but yeah. that moment and just everything with um, Harper Rowe, who's another character I love. Shocking. I know. I love all the supplementary Batman characters <laughs> who are all, I love them all more than I actually love Bruce Wayne, which is like, I always find hilarious. But like this whole story here, of like both of them learning and figuring all the stuff out for themselves and like. The declaration of of love from Harper Row to Violet and all that, and then also Violet having this conversation with um, kind of sort of their birth mother, mm-hmm. um, and figuring out what religion means to them. And religion plays a massive role in a lot of these different arcs. Absolutely, and it I like one of the major things I can say. It's not just Christianity, and I love that. We've got enough of that. Yeah. It's just, oh man, the way that they do diversity in this movie, whether, especially when it comes to sexuality, is like so, so happy for me. Like, Lagan is just, he's just in a polyamorous relationship and we're just addressing it and moving on. I absolutely love that. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I am a big fan of, uh, like the whole um, arc with Atlantis, just because we kind of see time pass by and we see them age, uh, not age, but like you know, we we sh- the time passing is get shown on their face and and uh, he's worried about uh, I forget her name, but the the woman he's in a relationship with, she's about to have the baby. And he's yeah. just like, I'm, I, I, I gotta be there. I gotta be there. Like we have to hurry the fuck up and finish this because the baby's about to come anytime soon. And I'm like, well, buddy, you could have just stayed home. <laughs> like I get, I, I understand. Like your king is asking you to do this, but like, come on, man, you should have just stayed home. Like absolutely, but at the same time, like his husband like pushed him like. You're being called for one of the biggest missions to ever hit yeah. Atlantis. Yeah. Go. <laughs> Which, like, I, I get it. I am also a big fan of that uh, new character that they introduced. I don't remember her name. Oh, um, Dolphin. Or something like that. I think so. Uh, let me see. I'm looking it up. Delphus. Delphus, I was close. Yes, you're very. I know close. she had named herself off. I know she had named herself off of dolphins. Yeah, uh, I. She reminded me a lot of Storm, so I was expecting. Again, I'm just pulling shit from everywhere. I'm expecting her to have like Storm powers, <laughs> and then where she is just pretty much. Uh, I don't know how to. Like light emitting. That's really all she. Oh, knows. you see, yeah, yeah. But I didn't. Like, ooh, I didn't know this at all. So uh, I'm reading from the Young Justice wiki. I don't remember this at all. But she was uh, 
teenager turned into a water breather by Clarion's Project Rutabaga. Yeah, and then she was saved by um, the um, by Beast Boys team. Yeah, the, uh, I don't remember that at all. The Outsiders. Yes. Um, I mean, I was, her save, her being saved, was very much a blink and you'll miss it kind of thing. Of it was just like it was a another complication within the mission. Yeah. Within that, and like that's one of the cool things I love about the show. It's like, oh, there there is no mistakes. There aren't any little details here. Yeah. Like characters will come back. It's like the same thing. Why people love the MCU? Like, oh, this little cameo appearance here. Oh, that's going to come back here in such a way. Like, it's Thor: Love and Thunder. We got freaking Daryl from the Team Thor stupid like promo shorts. Like, yeah, you get dumb little things like that. But in Young Justice, they come back in such an amazing, powerful way. Yeah. And honestly, I did not see. I know nothing about Aqualad slash Aquaman. I didn't see him as a gay character. I didn't see it happening. Yeah, the the dude is he's bi. Um, oh, he, my apologies. Oh, you're good. Okay. I mean, he he is dating a man in this. <laughs> yeah, so. Yes. Okay. Uh, and his other relationship was the, uh, another moment. Actually, no, she was not killed off screen. She was killed in the Young Justice video game that was absolute trash. I did not play the Young Justice video. Do game. not avoid it at all costs. It's absolutely okay. horrible. I still own it on Steam for some reason. <laughs> I think it's because I can't get rid of Steam games. Right. Um, it, it's terrible, but. Yeah, it's his character. It was kind of thing. It was just it was dropped randomly. I think his boyfriend was shown last season or the season before, or I don't something. I don't remember that. I know he appeared at some point in time. Okay, and I'm gonna take your word for I don't it. Know, I just seeing him here and like having him be like have an actual role within the story was so awesome to see. Like, yes, romantic partners in in comics, either nine times out of ten, I either get. Ignored in the story or become the damsel in distress. Lois Lane. And we didn't it. get either of those. Yeah. The exception being, of course, whether it's two superheroes. So I guess they're both Atlanteans. So I mean, kind of got that going for us, I guess. Yeah. But I think we've deep dived into enough of the season. What did we not like about the season? I don't know if it was so much not liking so much as being like, no, don't go that route. Okay. But it was with, uh, with, I'm forgetting her last name, but Mary, like the Lady Shazam or whatever her character's name is. But seeing her go down that road and having this reveal at the very end of it's her and Supergirl being Darkseid's, um, or Granny's new minions, essentially. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's it. I, I again, I don't like the mid-season break. It, yeah. it hurts, and I do really feel like it breaks the flow. I would have to agree. Show. I would have to agree. Other than that, like I feel like I've I've had a couple of gripes, but I do really love this show. Like Young Justice, it, to me, Young Justice is the single best t- superhero TV show out there. I'd have to agree with you. And it it's up there for one of the best TV shows. Period for me. Like, I love this show that much. Well, I would have to say that it's it's definitely one of the best animated superhero shows that I've seen in a while. Uh, 
again, my biggest gripe is that you just shoehorn it. Well, you're not shoehorning it, but you just have characters that just show up willy nilly and we just get no exposition of who they're supposed to be. Um, as a person who is kind of, you know, in the DC universe, but like not fully in it. I don't know. There, it's just something about it that just I, I, I'm not a fan of. But overall, like we had said, I was very confused at where this whole season was going throughout the first uh, piece that we got before the break. And then I, I'm glad that it all came back together with the end. You know, uh, I am excited for... Uh, I was going to say episode five, season five, whenever that comes out. I know they, they did mention that they're working on season five. If I remember correctly, I could be completely off base here. Yeah. And they do have a couple of the major story arcs set up for season five. Yeah. So it's exciting stuff. Oh. Uh, season five has not been officially confirmed yet. Okay. Cause I just see here at the, a YouTube, uh, video that says young justice has been canceled season five is not coming from <laughs> dc network but yeah there were some concerns when um there was a tweet at greg weisman one of the showrunners of like hey when are we getting a, a renewal season and you put up a thing of the first question is if not when huh i think that's less of a hey don't yeah don't, don't say we've, we're going to do things yeah like, Wait until we announce shit, people. Like it's, it's, it's just this show has gotten so much. Like it's it's always on the verge of being canceled, and I don't understand why. Because like we said, this is probably one of the best animated shows I've seen in a while. Yeah, it's. I mean, the original reason it got canceled was just toy sales. Yeah, just right. stupid and annoying and frustrating. But that's how Cartoon Network ran back in the day. Yep. So like yeah, understood. Not happy about it, but understood. Right. So like this thing pulls numbers and like it pulled a lot of people to the DC Universe app when it was it back was, on that for season yeah. three. It's the entire reason I got the DC Universe app. Yeah. And then I got stuck with it for a year because I wanted a poster at a convention. <laughs> um, no joke. That uh, RTX they had a poster with Ruby and Batman. But to get it, you had to buy a year subscription to DC Universe. And I was like, man, I really want this poster. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm sure they're going to put the next season of Young Justice on there. I might as well grab it. Nope. It's like, well, shoot. Oh, well. Oh, I still got the poster somewhere. Actually, I think it's in a box at my parents' house. (laughs) That's beside the point. Yeah, it's... There's a lot of gripes with this show, but goddamn, is it good? Yeah, really, really good. Uh, I'm hoping that season five gets renewed, or the show gets renewed for season five. Um, Griffin, I think that's all I got for you. Do you have anything you want to say before? I would love. I do want to quickly just say, like, the stuff that they're setting out for season five is very, very interesting to me. Yeah. Um, both Mary Marvel and Supergirl. Uh, being like Dark Side's uh, Furies, that is so cool to me. It's um, interesting for me just because of Supergirl. Like, how did I guess Clark was too busy, you know, focusing on um, 
uh, Superboy and like the grief. No, this, yeah. So, like, I, if this was the this is a major part, like, point of plot of Supergirl's story is that's how Clark meets her is. Oh, she got okay, okay. Dead. I did not know that. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh, the more interesting thing, though, is that they're going to choose if they get their season five, is they're going to do the Heroes in Crisis story. Um, I'm excited to see it. And it's the thing I keep saying of, like, hey, guess who the main character of that story is, folks? It's Wally West. (laughs) Uh, I don't think they're bringing Wally back. I don't. I can't give myself that hope anymore. But I I can't wait to see how they handle Heroes in Crisis, because, frankly, the the comic was lackluster. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, they had this great premise and they just, they didn't really pull it off, but young justice has clearly proven that they can take stories that may seem lackluster and make them amazing. Exactly. Also, I just want to say we finally got this Martian and Supergirl or Superboy married. Thank God it finally happened. It only took us what? Like three seasons, like 13 years. Yeah. No, I, that the moment at that met at that wedding was so so wonderful it's like it paid off so well yeah really you might good. question if that is a healthy relationship with everything they've been through and how many times they've broken up and come back together and whatnot Listen, but who cares it was fun at the end of the day we uh, we all know that they both love each other so that's what matters you know yeah exactly but yeah that's all i got like this show is fantastic and if somehow you've sat through us talking full spoilers on this season and haven't watched it like this this show is worth the watch it definitely is and like you said i would probably recommend sorry i recommend binging it just because it's it it probably would be a better way to watch this show um but yeah i i guess that's that's all i got for my final thoughts which you know what this means griffin brings us to plugs where could people uh, find anybody yeah, you can find me on Twitter at GriffyDpad. That's G-R-I-F-F-I-D-P-A-D. On there, I tweet a lot of stupid garbage about Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like my, my latest wonderful tweet that no one saw, Thor Love and Thunder is just Kingdom Hearts 3. I stand by that. If you've seen the movie, see you it. know. I can see it. Okay, I can see With it. The way Thor Love and Thunder ends, it's just Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah. Um, no, but seriously, that's the best place to keep up with me, my shows that I'm on the random games I happen to be working on at any given moment. You can find me every week on Disney Plus Us, where we uh, have bi-weekly shows and weekly shows, uh, weekly talking about different TV episodes. Uh, as they come out live, we just wrapped up talking about Miss Marvel. Ooh. And the... What, what a finale. What a finale. Um, and the next show we're going to be talking about is High School Musical, the musical, the series. So if you are excited for that, come hang out with us. Okay, cool, cool. And of course, you could find me here this week and playing Fall Guys with some of the guys. Uh, again, don't know when, don't know what time, but we'll figure it out. We're in for the ride. Thank you, Griffin, for joining me to talk about Young Justice Phantoms. Thanks <clears throat> for having me. Yeah, of course, man. You know, you're always welcome here. Um, I guess that means until the next comment.